You are listening to another episode on the Man of Class podcast. I'm your host, Eric Yusko, founder of Man of Class, Man of Class podcast, and is the exceptional life strategist for those men who know there's a lot more to life than just that daily grind. Today, we're diving deep into the leadership muscle, but most specifically, have you ever been in a situation where you've found yourself in an analysis paralysis, toiled and troubled with, do I go this way, that way? Do I invest? Do I not invest? Do I buy? Do I not buy? and just haven't quite figured out where to go? If so, stay tuned. Every day the world tolerates less and less of traditional masculine behavior, which has driven a new standard for men to be successful. How does one evolve so that they can win in today's world? Enter Man of Class, a place to empower men to break down traditional masculinity and build the necessary skill sets, mindset, and confidence to become the men that society desperately needs. Welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Today, just like what we've been going through for the past few weeks, is all around the leadership muscle. And for those that may be tuning in for the first time, not really sure what this is about, this season, so each season we dedicate to something specific, but this season in particular is really dedicated to leadership because of the time that we're in. Now more than ever, we, regardless of your political views, regardless of what your views are on COVID and the pandemic and anything else that's going on in the world, there's a deep desperation for leadership. And that doesn't have to be necessarily leadership of, you know, Fortune 500 companies or 100 companies or government officials. It could be as simply as a leader of one. Time for leadership of so many areas of our life could be a better leader for yourself, could be a better leader for your family. Uh, doesn't mean that if you're leader of your family, that you're always the leader of your family. You know, there's leadership. I kind of look at it as a baton, right? The best leaders know when to lead and when to follow, know when maybe they have the right expertise or uh, the right skill sets, whatever that it might be to really come out on top. And when, frankly, there's times when they need to listen to other people. And the, again, those are qualities of great leaders is knowing when and how to listen to people. And specifically today, when we think about leadership, I, I really want to share um, recently, we something that's recent going on this past weekend, my wife and I, Amber, were looking at houses. And it's funny because her and I always have big reservations about big purchases. We've always been that way. And it's funny how things have kind of elevated. Back when I was a kid, it would be something like it was like $20. I'd him and ha over rub my mitts together, have analysis paralysis and never actually make the decision or finally just pull the trigger, make the decision, have so much anxiety and, you know, wait to see how it kind of turned out. <clears throat> 20, you know, fast forward $20, then, you know, became $50 and became a hundred dollars and thousands and, and it just keeps going. But the, the funny thing is that the same mindset I, it, it's taken me a while. So the, the number, the value increases, right? The, the amount of dollars that I spend or the time that I spend on something has changed on what gives me sort of that anxiety and that decision-making. But it, it hasn't been until recently that I really started thinking things a little differently. And that's kind of why I chose today's title because this was very near and dear to my heart. But then also 
the way that I was starting to see things, I, I could start to see how this can also start to help other people in the places that they're at. Maybe you're not looking to buy a house. Maybe you are. Maybe you're looking to buy a house. Maybe you're looking to make a move. Maybe you're looking to do something different. But if there's one thing that I know is that everybody is going to be making a decision. And in those decisions that are easy, we can say, let data weigh out, let the logical piece weigh out. But you know the decisions I'm talking about. They're the decisions that, regardless of the decision that you make, whether you choose left or right, both are good options or both may be bad options, but you're going to look at it and say, there's really no clear cut way. There's not one thing. There's so many different factors. There's so many different ways of looking at it. Every way that you look at it, it comes up with a different, you know, pointing of whether it's left or right or uh, higher bid or lower bid or, or whatever that it might be. And so I really wanted to share that today because I know this is happening. I know this is happening in so many people. And, and sadly, a lot of people will immediately jump into the logical questions. Well, did you think, you know, did you consider this? Did you do this? And for most people, they have considered the logical things, right? People are getting smarter. They're, they're figuring out the logical ways and the ways to work through a problem. And so those aren't really helping, right? It's the emotional side. And so surprise, surprise, we're finding ourselves here talking about emotions. That little thing that we were told, you know, growing up that, uh, Emotions are stupid and they're going to be the end of us. So just, you know, feel, don't feel right. Conceal it all. And for those dads out there that have watched Frozen, they know that that doesn't work too well for Elsa and Frozen. But anyway, I digress. So the thing, the thing about that is, as I go back to the buying of the house, it, there's no right or wrong decision. Stay in this house. Great decision. Move to a new house great decision. Move to a different house, other great decision. There's nothing really th that there, right? You could, again, put the logical case on it, but logic would say that any of the options are going to be great choices. So that's not really something to necessarily consider. So what is the thing, right? So then I started going through in my brain and, and you know, is this the right one? Is this not the right one? And what you find is your brain starts to play tricks on you. And this is what happened for me. And so I think this is what happens in others, but I'll at least just share my experience because I know without a shadow of a doubt, this is what happened. I started thinking through that this was the end all be all. That this decision that I was about to make was irreversible. And it's not, but I thought that it was. And regardless of whether it is or whether it's not, is your is that's not the conversation that we want to have today. It's the perception that it is. It's the perception that the decision that you're going to make or that you're looking to make is irreversible. And when you start to do that, now all of a sudden the pressure comes. Now the anxiety starts to get dialed up because now you're starting to look at it and going, this is it, right? This is the this is the Hall of Fame. This is the last play to win the Super Bowl. This is the final shot, you know, the final chance to, to go down and as a legend or, or to make the right path for your family or the wrong path for your family. And there is a right or wrong decision. And that's what your brain does. And it's really, really fascinating. Some people talk about this. Some people don't. Some people know that it's there. Some people don't. But I want to talk explicitly about it because this is there's a lot of power that can be had there. And, and that power is. A, identifying it, 
right? The key to self-awareness is, is just facing into it, becoming self-aware of what's going on. So what I found myself doing in this, in this situation was that there was a right and there was a wrong decision for this house. Whether we go for this house, there is a right and, they, and there's a wrong decision. There's a property that we, that we had put a proposal or a bid in for. And again, my wife and I were going through and we're like, you know, we had so much anxiety around this. And I, and I looked at her and I said, but what if, that did, what if it wasn't the case? What if there was no right or wrong answer? What if, just like everything else that's happened in, in my life, it feels like it's happened for a reason? Now, before people start going, oh, you know, he's jumping off the woo train again. Listen, hear me out on this. So many times, right? Let's say that it was um, when somebody was in a car accident and they walked away, just like with Amber, right? When Amber was in that really bad car accident and I was like, oh my gosh, right? My heart sank. She, you know, everything was fine. She, she walked away with a couple of minor scrapes and bruises, but everything happened for a reason. The car that we got her right before she went into that was a newer car, a lot more protection. And hindsight's always 2020 and you always hear this, right? You look back and you start to rationalize why everything is the way that it is. And it's only through that that I really see that we see the lessons of life, right? When you go through something and you go, okay, I see that now. Maybe I didn't see it before. Or things happen for a reason, right? And it may not be a reason for you. Oftentimes our ego starts to come over and we start thinking, well, it all, it's all about me. So, you know, what is my lesson from this specific situation? In the instance of, you know, I'll go back to, to Amber's car accident. She was hit by a handicapped person who was elderly and he was fine. You know, both people were fine. But it was in that instance that I told Amber, because she said, you know, you know, why, why is this happening and, and, and all this other stuff. And I said, it may have been a, you know, we have more appreciation for each other. We walked away from that car accident and I take her calls very seriously now. Now, anytime she calls, I always 100% text, are you safe? Right. Even if I'm in the middle of a meeting or middle of doing something, I always text and say, are you safe? Because if you're not safe, then then regardless of whatever I'm in, whatever meeting I'm in, I drop the phone and just say it's it's not important. Um, so, so there was like that piece of it for us. I said, but for, for the other person, the other driver, it may have been as simple as that person, his family was trying to tell him that it's time to not drive anymore because his reflexes are, are too slow. And maybe the whole accident was just around that perception of him getting in that accident. Thankfully, everybody was fine. But maybe that was the thing where he said, okay, maybe it's time to hang it up because I can do a lot of destruction. I didn't see that before, right? So it doesn't always have to be about us, but it's about the things that we take away from it. And that's been true so many times in whether it's my life or whether it's Amber and I's life or things that happen to Amber or things that I hear or see with other different friends, families, or just, you know, different, different businesses. There's always the opportunity. That's why I always preach so much on the, that opportunity, right? That opportunity can present so many learnings and it doesn't have to be you specifically. It could just be awareness of how you may be playing into a scenario or a situation for somebody else, somebody else's learnings. And I think that's a very big, big piece of it, which brings me back to this premise of we're in there buying a house and me telling Amber going, 
we both have a little, you know, we both had anxiety around what it is that we're doing, you know, do we double check the numbers? Is this right? Is that right? You know, logical school district, you know, all the things that the people go through in buying a house. And I told her, I said, the thing, our fears and insecurities, one of the things that I noticed was, again, that limiting belief that there is a right and there is a wrong decision. And we did the due diligence. And I don't think that there is a right or wrong decision. We, we still won't know at the time of the, this recording. We're still we still won't know for another couple hours. So we're still sort of in that. This is real time, which is really why I wanted to, to record this episode specifically and share it, because I think there's a there's a lot of real time things that we can digest and we can dissect and digest this in my life to kind of use this as an example. But the times where we were going through having anxiety, it was, you know, is this right for our family? Are we making a huge mistake? And when you start putting those things, those types of mindsets on the situation, you amp up the stakes. And whether those stakes are real or not is irregardless, but your interpretation of those stakes is what's important. Same reason why if Michael Jordan was, you know, shooting a free throw, just messing around with some buddies or whether it was to win you know, the NBA championship for, for the next time. It's the stakes. It's, it's your perception of it. People who stay calm under pressure oftentimes, and this is something that I found is when you put that emphasis, when you raise the stakes in your mind, that this is like a do or die situation. Although that can be a great motivator, it can also be a great paralyzer. I don't know if paralyzer is the right word. I just made that up. But that can get you into an analysis paralysis because the stakes are so high, right, that you've weighed out all the options. You've done your pro and con list. And, and at the end of the day, you just kind of just go with it, right? You make a decision and you, and you go forward and you have all this stress and anxiety. And then later you find out it wasn't a big deal. And then you kind of laugh about it, move about your way. But it's very interesting because in those times, right, calm under pressure, there's a lot of, of opportunities there. And so, again, when I go back to this example, it was I started looking at it going, how would I feel? I asked a very profound question. And I remember this voice that came in in the middle of us, the middle of Amber and I talking. Talking about this house, right? We're, we're, Amber and I are going back and forth on this house. And I, and I remember a distinct voice that came over and it said, what if there was no right or wrong answer? What if, regardless of whether you get this house or you don't get this house, you'll be right where you need to be? And I thought, wow, that's some powerful stuff. Some powerful stuff because it takes away all the pressure. Then it's almost make a decision, see what happens. Because if it if it turns out that that you know the house is we did get the house, then even better, right? Because that means that's the house that we're meant to be in. That means that where Amber and I wanted to go, this is enabling us to get closer to that point. And I'm a firm believer that the more I read about biohacking, the more I read about intuition and spirituality and, and all this other higher dimensional type stuff, quantum physics, quantum world, all that stuff, all the nerdy, nerdy, nerdy stuff, the more I realize that Things tend to be random. They, they appear to be random. And that only 
that only is true depending on the lenses that you look at it through. Which is why in the moment we can sit there and say, oh my God, all this stuff is random. Then afterwards you go through the situation and go, oh, that makes sense because of this happened, then this, then this, then this. So your perception just totally changes, which is why in the situation, you know, you're just completely blind, right? You're Ray Charles walking around, not knowing what the heck's going on. Afterwards, you put on your glasses and you go, 2020, I see it all, makes sense. And I think the same thing is going to be true for this house. Whether we get this house or whether we don't get this house, I do believe that the right thing is going to, to come for us, right? We're going to find a house that's going to be the exact, the exact house that Amber and I are looking for that's going to get us closer to the lifestyle and the happiness and, and you know, that, that um, atmosphere that we're looking for. And I do truly believe that that's the case also in all business, right? I gave a a ton of examples and, and diving deep into personal. But that same thing is also true for business. Now, nobody wants to hear that, right? Because they always want to hear you make the right decision. You make a decision for profit only. But again, it could be a smart move for the short term, but a horrible move for the long term. So then are you playing a short term game? Or are you playing a long term game? <laughs> and it's not until you know, you weigh out all that stuff. And there are many instances, right? I'm not talking about the decisions where it's, do I invest my $10 to get $50 back? Or do I invest my $10 to get 20 cents back? It's, these are the decisions that are so hard that you weigh yourself back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And you're stuck in a, it could, it could be either one, right? There's not a no brain solution. And so in those moments, that's really where this type of mindset can come in. It can be very powerful. And, and I only say that because I, I've used this before in my own life. I'm, I'm getting better with it over time. Just like the example where I said, you know, I used to get stressed out over $20. And now all of a sudden it goes to 50, 100, and 1,000. It's, it's the same type of thing, except I'm starting to realize that those situations, when I don't stress it as much, I'm not stressing myself as much. And when I'm not stressing myself as much, it makes the whole process more enjoyable. Because the worst thing that you want to go through, house buying is stressful enough, right? Because you're always thinking, oh my God, am I going to throw my money into a house that all of a sudden is just going to catch flame? Or it's on, it, it was built on an ant mound that all of a sudden I'm going to buy and then the ants are going to come out of the basement and just take over the whole house, right? All the worst case home buying situations or stories or Things that people have told you starts coming through and going through your mind and you're like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing that I could ever do. So people always get stressed about it. But what I'm offering is just that that change in perspective. Again, what if what if regardless of the decision that you're making right now is getting you one step closer? Now, it could be that it's it's to teach you something. Right. So, again, different things that as I was starting to think about it in this mindset, I was going, OK, so what does this mean? What does it mean if I if I come from a place of it doesn't matter? What is going to be is going to be, right? That regardless of whether we get this house or whether we don't get this house, both are a great option and it allows us to come from a place of viewing it as an opportunity instead of viewing it as, oh my gosh, I need this house before, you know, or else X, Y, and Z. What then I started realizing is it becomes more enjoyable. Because then it's a, you know, what I told Amber is, 
let's say that this house was the perfect house, right? And it wasn't. There was a, there's always stuff that you want to go change. But what if this house taught us something, right? It, it, it got us warmed up for the house buying process. Because as anybody knows that has bought a house, or if you haven't, you'll, you'll find it out soon enough, is there's just a lot that goes along with it. The pre-approval letter, finding the, re- the right relationship with the right lending person. How much are you going to put down for your down payment? Are you going to do a 15-year loan? Are you going to do a 30-year loan? Interest rates, um, property taxes, all that stuff, all the things that goes into buying a house. And so this house, maybe we don't get it, then it wasn't meant to be. And it was just nothing more than for us to go through, crunch the numbers, walk through, find the things that we do like, bring about and discuss the things that we don't like, and then find the actual property that is right for us. And it's interesting. So, you know, when I started making that connection, I thought, man, again, this is some deep stuff. This really allows you to show up in these decisions from a place of opportunity, right? When I when I talk about the energy leadership uh, index, ELI, and all the different levels of energy, that's a level five, right? The opportunities, right? What's the opportunity for me to either learn in this oppor- in this situation, right? The bidding process, or whether it's just walking through. Uh, just learning about a new place because where the, the, the house is located, you know, all these things, it, it offers up so, so much, so much stuff and it takes away the stress. And when you take away the stress, now all of a sudden life becomes more enjoyable to you. The other thing that we found was, or the other thing that came up for me at least was when we started going through saying, what is, you know, there's a lot of money. Are we putting th- too much stuff at risk? Where that came from, and again, this voice came over me where it said, D- how much faith do you have in you and your wife, right, as a family? Because when you think about all the things of like the worst case situation of like, oh, my gosh, this is a horrible investment. And, oh, my gosh, the end, the world, the end of the world is going to happen and all this other stuff. Really, subconsciously, what you're saying, whether you you know realize it or not, is not is not that is that going to be the end result. But how much faith do you have in yourself? And when I looked at it through that way, it was like an instant reframe. No, I have complete faith in my wife and I. And so, again, that almost took away some of that burden and stress and anxiety around, is this going to be, quote, the right, the wrong decision? Because, again, when you look at it and say, if I have complete faith in me and my wife, if I have faith knowing that regardless of whatever happens that will make it work, then you come from a place of you're going to figure it out, right? It may not be that picture-perfect-esque type thing that you had always envisioned, but you know that you're going to have each other and you know that you're strong enough as an individual to go through all those situations. And so it was another interesting mindset or framework shift that kind of happened where instead of focusing on all of the, I'll say, worst, you know, worst case scenarios or, or all the, the gloom and doom, it almost offered up a perspective that said, okay, of those doom and gloom, let's dive a layer deeper, right? Because everybody can say, oh, what you choose to focus on grows and, you know, be positive, be opportunistic. And, you know, life's just going to throw curveballs at you, just try to hit whatever you can. But it's another thing to, to dive in deeper because try telling somebody who's just on the brink of buying a house that they're, um, that they just, you know, 
swing at whatever pitch and, and just, you know, go out there and be optimistic and, and hit them on the shoulder and say, go out there and be somebody. It's not going to work, right? Because their emotions are, that's a logical piece of it. That's, that's then all of a sudden they're going still back into the racking and stacking. Is it, should I stay? Should I go? Is it this house? Is it not this house? But when you really come from a place of asking a different question, you get a different result. And when you get that different result, it allows you yourself to show up differently in those situations. And when you show up differently in those situations, then what allows you to have happen is really to have more enjoyment and fulfillment because you know you've done the due diligence. It has nothing to do with, with your ability to do the due diligence, but you could make numbers until your eyes bleed. It's really coming down into, okay, this could be something that's fun and, and, and exciting, right? Instead, in it, when you come from that, it allows you to show up more fully. It allows you to think through things because you have a clearer mind. And not to mention it, the stress and anxiety, the cortisol and the adrenaline that's pumping through your veins is aging you. And so in a way, depending on how many stressful situations that you put yourself in, this I'm talking about within the housing piece of it, but you know, you take that and you say now, okay, I'm I'm in the business world, I'm making decisions and, and the company's riding on me or my team is riding on me in order to, to make the right decision. And again, even, even in that statement, quote, the right decision versus let's make a decision because both to stay or to not stay or to invest or not to invest or, you know, to do this program, to not do this program, all those different things for the easy and shut case, this doesn't apply, but for the deeper level problems or the deeper level weighing out or balancing, it can eat you alive. It can eat you to the point where you become so miserable that you're stressed out and you can't sleep. And again, you know, think through and go through different times when people were making some of these big decisions and you can just see it on their face. You can see it in their body language. You can see it in just how they show up and they just are so drained that they can't actually move through their life. And it's a really, it's a really sad point to be in when you see people who are just making those decisions and you can just tell that it's eating them up inside because they're just, they're in, in a lot of times, sometimes what ends up happening is people get so drug out in the decisions that they're weighing, that they make just a gut decision, right? Trust your gut. They make a decision, but it's one thing to make the decision, but it's also the journey and what it took to get you there. Said differently is you can come up with the same decision. Let's take the house buying example again. You could have gotten to the same decision of buying the house, but it's how much anxiety, how much stress, and how much uh, lowering of your immune system and, and falling into sickness or not getting sleep or whatever else that it might be in to get to that decision is what we're trying to optimize. So it's one thing to just make decisions, but then it's also the journey and what it took or how much it took out of you to make that decision. And I think that's another big benefit to this is really understanding how much energy and how much of your life force is it really coming out to make those decisions. Because you only have so many of those decisions, right? Because you you spend so much energy on it, then you get sick and then you're totally out and then you can't make any decision because you feel awful. 
or you know you end up get losing hair or uh, getting overly stressed and you just having panic attacks depression whatever that it might be and so it can lead down a really torturous path to just make these decisions but it can you can help break that cycle and that breaking of the cycle of that analysis paralysis is asking different questions coming at it from a place of is there you know is there a different way of looking at this other than the binary system of buy don't buy invest don't invest do the program don't do the program hire this person don't hire them fire them don't fire them all the different decisions that people run through in their daily lives looking at it and saying what if both options are are great what what if there's no right answer what if there is no right answer and and all of this is you know you go for it and let's say you don't get it so now you have all of this anxiety that's wrapped up into hoping and wishing and praying that you're going to get this and then you don't get it and then you're massively let down versus knowing that whether this is or isn't going to happen is all part of your journey into getting you to the end result right it's just you you hear that a lot from people where people that maybe have started a business or people who have fell in in love with their their best partner that it didn't they could never have been able to predict the way that things happened very rarely does it does it actually happen and i'm a firm believer that if it did happen exactly the way that you wanted it to why would you do it because it's not worth it to you at that point right how many times do you go and see a movie if the trailer said this is exactly what's going to happen right here's the unexpected things that happen and at the end of the day everything turns out to be okay you never go see that movie because you're like oh, that was boring right it's a stupid movie said differently this is a movie of life and so going through and seeing when all of a sudden you get a house or you don't get a house or you have to fire somebody you don't have to fire somebody you choose to to go to a new role don't choose to go to a new role all of this is just the part of your journey part of your overall life story that is getting you closer to where you need to be now again when we go back into the business side of it you say sure eric but i have to make decisions that's going to be best for the company okay that may be true but again when you put yourself into a situation where some of these decisions you could go either way how much are you going to let it tax you versus to let, allow that tax to just wash away and you'll find out whether it was the right decision or not because everything can be rebounded right it goes back to that limiting belief of a company is going to fail with one decision that's never the case much like people don't get fat overnight it's a bunch of different decisions it's a bunch of of ongoing decisions and ongoing identities right that gets you to where you are you are a some combination of thousands of decisions but if you were to make a different decision along the way you'd be in a different spot so it's not just one decision right it's not if if i don't invest into this there's going to be no more businesses that can i that i can go with or if i don't get this house there's gonna be no more houses ever in the world right your brain may, may want you to think about that way but that's not really the case that's not really how it works you'll go you'll dust yourself off and you'll go out and you'll find something again but it, again it goes to the tax how taxed are you going to be in making these decisions 
So hopefully that kind of helps when it gets into analysis paralysis, because I know when you set expectations and you build those stakes so high, what it can do is it can become so over the top that it keeps you from actually making a decision. And then sometimes you miss the opportunity. You know, the house buying opportunity right here is is a great example to keep going back to. But if we were to have waited because it, it ended up going into a multiple bid offer. Well, if we waited too long, then we would have missed that window. So you have to you have to bound it and say, I'm going to trust in the fact that I know what we're doing. I have faith in myself. I have faith in Amber. Same as what you're doing. You trust yourself. You have faith in yourself. You have faith in the decisions that you're going to make. And you have faith in you, you, your family, your support system, your team, your company to do whatever it's going to take in order to move past this, right? Because if it does turn out to be bad, okay, great. You learned something, right? It was an opportunity to learn, learn the process, learn what not to do, learn how to apply that into the next time in the next decision that you go and make. And, and so those, those different types of things can really be beneficial and also take off the stress from you making those decisions. Because again, right, it, it makes no sense into making all these stressful situations. It taxes you profusely and you die at age 50 <laughs> or you're, or you're, you know, again, major stress comes in and the doctor says, you need to, you know, you need to take more vacations. You're getting to your blood pressure is too high. You, you, and it, you just fast forward into, into not a great path because you're falling into trying to treat the effect versus treating the cause. This, right, is stressful situations, making decisions. All this stuff is is the cause. So if you can get and reframe the cause, your effects are going to be so much better because you're no longer going to have to treat the effects. You're treating the cause. Okay, when I show up into a stressful situation for an analysis paralysis type decision, here's some tools. Boom. Now I can come at it with a completely different way. So that it doesn't stress me out, so that I don't have to worry about the long-term health effects, or I don't have to worry about losing sleep that then gets me into a sick or the or flu or worst case COVID right now and leads you down into a bad path, right? A bad, treacherous path. So hopefully that's been helpful. I know in some of the recent, again, going back to that house example, there was a lot of lessons in there. There was a lot of learnings that I was like, wow. I never realized all the stress and all the anxiety and everything that I was putting on these decisions was there, but it didn't have to be there. I was making it harder for myself than what I had to. Making the whole decision process worse, miserable. <laughs> and then let's say, you know, we, like I said, we don't know. So let's say that we do get the house. Then it's going to be like, oh, Right now, I got to move into the next series of, of stressful situations versus enjoying the fact that, you know, we got the house that we really sought after, right, that we really wanted to go after. So I hope that that some of this can really shed where you are in your life right now, because I know that everybody's dealing with stressful situations. And again, the leadership muscle to be a leader is to make some of these difficult calls to figure out whether to stay or go, to figure out whether it's a new house or a new company or a new car or whatever that it might be. And a lot of this stuff can really take its toll on you. And I just want to offer up that there's a better way. 
there's a better way of looking at these decisions. These decisions that cause you to be in an analysis paralysis. There's a cure. There's a cure for analysis paralysis. And all it is is just asking some different questions. And so hopefully the questions that I covered here will help you. So I'd love to know where you're turning in from. I'd love to know what decisions maybe you're wrestling with. Maybe we can do a, a Q&A. If you send me some cues on here are some of the big things that you're that you're dealing with or struggling with, we can uh, we can answer them, get some clarity and and see where it goes. So take a, if you're listening to this, take a screenshot and tag me in in either Instagram or Facebook or or in LinkedIn at uh, Eric Yusko. And until next time, have a great rest of your day. And if you haven't seen, I've um, on social media, I've opened up a new program called the Exceptional Life Program. What it is, is for men who know that there's a lot more to life than just that daily grind, which if you're listening to this, chances are you are. But the most important thing in that is helping you to start to build that exceptional life. Building that life that's going to allow you to show up and be happier, have more fulfillment, and really at the end of the day, allow the anxiety and stress of coming face to face with your potential to wash away. So if that interests you, head on over to www.manofclass.com forward slash exceptional, and I'll see you on the inside. Take care and have a great rest of your day. Did you know that eight out of 10 men are living a life that they wish was better? I believe living an exceptional life means unlearning everything that we've been taught and dropping the shoulds immediately. Which is why I created a brand new ebook titled Coaching Secrets, how to break out of ordinary and live an exceptional life. I wanna show you the mindsets, strategy, and tactics you need to live the life you were meant to be so that you can step into the vision that you have for yourself, but maybe haven't taken action. And the best part about it, it's yours absolutely free. To get your copy, head on over to manofclass.com forward slash coaching secrets, and you can start living that life right now.